ceiling is the roof. Bobby Corella, Mike Marshall. We are 12 hours removed from witnessing history. We saw something that no one has ever seen before in the history of NBA basketball. Luka Doncic scores 60 points. 60, 6-0, pulls down 21 rebounds, hands out 10 assists. It's the most points ever by a MAF. Mm-hmm. The most points in the history of American Airlines Center. Mm-hmm. Is the most rebounds Luka's ever had. Mm-hmm. The only time a player has ever gone for 60 points and 20 rebounds in a game, or at mm-hmm. least with 10 assists, maybe Wilt did that part, I'm not so sure, but a 60-point triple-double with 20 uh, rebounds. He stopped facting. Yeah, he the only off, time. Uh, Mike, how are you feeling today? I'm tired as hell, and I need a recovery beer, honestly. That's why I botched the triple-double thing. If that's okay. Um, yeah, man. I, I, I Let's just start with witnessing um, that in a game in which I don't feel like we got to appreciate it in the moment, and then it came over like a wave because we were getting Quentin Grimes pretty bad <laughs> for a lot of that game. And I don't care about breaking down the game now because, as I said last night, as I was walking out from media dining, I said they don't ask how. They ask how many, yeah, and that was a dub, and no one's gonna care about Quentin Grimes careering against us, uh, except for probably me and you. Like we'll take that moving forward <laughs> and just like grind on it for the next week. Oh, but the next fifteen times I see Quentin Grimes, I'm yeah, pissed. But it was not an enjoyable game until what ninety seconds left mm-hmm. when Spencer hit that three, uh, and there were several moments uh, leading into the final of that game, or at least the final of regulation. Um, where I said to you, I said, if they don't hit a three here, this game's over. If they don't hit a three here, this game's over. If they don't hit a three here, that game's or over. they don't get a stop. Yeah. They don't win this like jump Everything ball. has to go perfect from yeah. here, right? You get in those scenarios, and you, we watch enough NBA where it's like, okay, I know the chess move that's about to happen. Like, okay, here's the counter, and that needs to happen four more it times. It's good to not be the guy to <laughs> make the chess reference. I saved you from it. I'm going to yeah. steal all your references here and just make you... Uh, just have nothing. What in kind your of bag. Pokemon would get 60, 21, and 10 in a game? Like, uh, Charizard. Okay, <laughs> just, just we'll work on that. Back me up, internet. <laughs> um, yeah, and so it wasn't a very enjoyable game from a Mav side, um, up until that moment. I mean, I really like you know the thank you, JB stuff, and um, Spencer was having an okay game, but it seemed like no one else was hitting shots. Um, and you're down by a good chunk of points to a Knicks team without, you know, uh, debatably their best player, and you're getting Quentin Grimes, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, Luke has like 22 already, and then I look back up, and it's like, oh, he has like, you know, 36 already, and then it's like, man, is he going to have 50 and lose, like, or close to 50 and lose? Because I am not about that life at all. And then the final minute happened, and I think you and I both had a little bit of a delayed reaction of, Holy crap, this is happening. Like, yeah, I mean, they're down nine with 33 seconds left. <laughs> yeah, the game's Isaac, over Isaac every leaves. time. I'm closing yeah. up my laptop. I got yeah. my hoodie on. Yeah. And then... You did. You, you closed your laptop. You were like, I'm done here. Yeah, dude. I mean, home. I saw Quentin Grimes score 30 points. Yeah. Like, Reggie's clanking 15 that'll, open threes in a row. And I'm like... That'll do weird things to a man. Yeah, it's it. It's yeah. all, I mean, that was a demoralizing... And to your point about, like, not being able to appreciate the Luka... <laughs> experience mm-hmm. like they're down 10 the whole game yes you know yeah and so it feels like you think okay a guy scored 60 like it's just a romp right uh-huh. we're up in front the whole game or it's like back and forth yeah there was no back and forth no 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 they they put their thumb on it and held it down for majority what like <laughs> 47 minutes of that game until 
nine points down with half a minute to go and everything goes right. We get a uh, free chicken sandwich uh, from Mitchell Robinson. Started it all, man. Yeah, and then there's another free chicken sandwich in overtime. And it just, it kind of felt like they started doubting themselves a little bit. I don't know if the Mitchell Robinson double miss, double, double blank, uh, started stirring it in them, but then some dude named McBride went to the free throw line. Sorry. He hit some uh, shots in that Miles. game too. He though. did, but then he goes to the free throw line and I'm like, that dude's wearing it. <laughs> yeah. Like he made the second one, but the first one was like, you're not making that no yeah. matter what. He's like almost visibly shaking. And I'm yeah. like, man, they are scared of the boogeyman. They're, they're 100% scared of the boogeyman right now. And you can kind of like, you sort of feel it, you know, mm -hmm. like, I don't you know, can. whenever it's, whenever you're going up against Magnus Carlson to keep it chest sure, yeah. or like that guy's if, great. If Kobe's on the other side or like, uh -huh. there's just these guys, KD, like if you're up 12 mm -hmm. against KD with a minute left, do you feel good? Like at Absolutely what point not. do you feel good? Dude, until that's zero, zero, zero. And, and I have more than you. No. Yeah. KD, and, no. And you have, you know, Mavs hit a three and then Luca almost steals the inbounds pass and it's a jump ball. And mm -hmm. then it's just, you're tight, you're tightening, yeah. you know, and you're just clinching the yeah. rest of the game, especially with no JB. Yep. And no R.J. Barrett. These are your yep. guys. Barrett's not the best free throw shooter ever, but like, those are your two guys that are gonna like do the let's settle down mm -hmm. sort of thing, you know? Yeah. And, and instead, it was just gone. It watching on TV. I don't know if you can feel it like as much whenever a game gets weird and people start acting a little like. It's not like they're just like yelling or like freaking out or shaking. It's just rhythms change. Mm -hmm. Where NBA, NFL, a lot of games are just such just like. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two. And NBA is a little bit more extended, so it's hard to like, unless you watch every single game like we do, you like feel like, okay, 24 seconds at a time. Here we go. Right? And then people start taking, shooting free throws faster or longer than they usually do. And they start changing up like their routine or when they're dribbling. It takes 30 seconds to... Yeah, get to, to get to the line, line they're like, avoiding. They're clearly avoiding yeah, the line, like not looking at the basket. Dude, if you're shooting the free throw in the last minute and you're the last person to step to the line, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like when everybody's lined up and they've switched <laughs> who's going to rebound where, and all that stuff, and you know, subbing Javale in the last minute was really random and weird. But it's like we need this board. And Mass fans should know this better than anybody because it's happened to us mm -hmm. about 15 times already. Dude, there's season. so many games yeah. last year where we could have had three or four more wins if just like. I think I saw there was a, there was like a Twitter spaces going on with Knicks fans, and one of them said it was an act of God. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, bro, I feel that. That happened to us a couple times yeah. last year. Snatching, like, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory yes. is that's the Mavs calling card this whole season. Dude, the, but the, it just feels like you. I mean, they won in a million to that Thunder game yes. earlier this year, and so it feels like. You know the universe kind of evens itself out. Mm -hmm. It has a way of doing that. Well, we got some of the bank. Million this we got we got some deposits in the bank from last year, like the Lakers, Russ, Danny Green, Austin Reeves threes in the last like two minutes game, mm -hmm. where they just didn't miss it. Well, three. this is this is multiple one in a millions you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like we got some equity built up where it's like we were due. And good God, man! Like it took you and I a minute to realize what was happening, where it was like, okay, it's a six point game, and then. Okay, do you miss this free throw? Do you make this free throw? And then all the right things happened. He misses the second, and you're down two. You obviously need to miss it. He clanks it pretty hard. Uh, it comes off. Two Knicks basically run into each other, their arms, and it bounces back to him. The shooter, not in the lane, though. 
Like he's chasing like, the ball. Like how? 50 degrees this way. I've never seen that. Yeah. I've just never seen that play on a try to miss. I've seen a guy try to throw it so hard off the rim that it comes right back to them. But pretty smart play. That's where it went first. Yes. Comes directly back to Luca. But, but he didn't he didn't get like, it. Yeah. It bounced around. It hit it went off like a couple different bumper lanes and then lands in his hands. He does not take a step. He just puts it right back up from like a real awkward whatever that is, twelve feet out, hits the bottom and he thinks he, the game's over. Like he said. He thinks it's over. Well, we started playing the Yeah, we played Charlie. Charlie. X, yeah, X, we started playing Charlie. Uh, yeah. uh I don't care. <laughs> and everyone's like, and you losing their Sean minds. Heath on the PA is like, yeah. and the final. Yeah. At of the regulation. end of regulation. <laughs> yeah. Dude, everyone thought the game was over. Yeah. And I mean, it was. Yeah. Like they're not coming back from that. They're they're zombified at that point. Yeah. But dude, realizing, you know, you start triple double watch for what we do. It's like, hey, Here's uh he's two assists two assists away. Can he get the assists? Well, I don't even care if they're gonna lose. I'm not here for Tracy McGrady stat lines. Mm. Fifteen and L. Yeah. Is not 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 what I'm really interested in at this point in Lucas' career. Um and so you have this like dampened appreciation of what's happening, and then dude, just like you go into a game right now, the way he's playing, and the only difference between are we winning or are we losing to me? Because he's going to generate the looks. He's going to get the shots that he wants a lot of the times, unless someone just has an outstanding defensive performance or they throw a junk at you like the Raptors do a lot of the times. Is, is he going to shoot 45% from the field or is he going to shoot 60? Mm-hmm. Last night was 67. So 21 made field goals. It didn't even feel like that. I don't know if it's because we were getting our butts kicked for most of the game. But usually when someone drops 20 buckets on you, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. You're like, damn, this is a lot. But he had just done the similar thing two games before, so I don't know if we were numb to it. But it Maybe. Just, and I also think with Luka, you feel the step backs. Yeah. You know, he yeah. only made two threes. I think he right. only took like six or seven. A yeah. lot of it was just kind of yeah. junky little eight-foot floaters. Yes. And, you know, just, just stuff. It takes like a 10 for the crowd to like overly freak out about what he does now. Like yeah. We're all becoming a little bit numb to it. Until you look down and you're like, dude, he's about to have a 50-point triple-double. That's about to happen, like, in front of us. No, he's about to set the Mavs record for most points scored. How many people have done a 60-point triple-double? I can figure that out really quick. Mm. Oh, that stat line's never happened. Like, that's the evolution of what we're doing in the press box is, like, bouncing things off of each other of, like, you know, you'll be looking something up and I'm going... Okay, we've got a whole minute left, and he's gonna get two more shots. Does sixty ever happen? Mm. And so we just start going through, like the career highs, the milestones, the franchise records, the NBA records, and once you start hitting Basketball Reference, uh, whatever the thing is, search function is, and the only people that pop up are Elgin and Wilt. Yeah, it's pretty much like the, the Wilt I, rule. Yeah. You know, like all roads lead to Wilt. Yes. I sit there for a minute, like whenever that happens, and I'm like, whoa, okay. Uh, doesn't matter if you lose, though. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't. Yeah. And sometimes people will like knock if it happens in overtime, but it doesn't matter. Like all those games are overtime. Like mm-hmm. all the ones that are 60-pointers or above. And the, realizing the only person that had done a 60-point triple-double ever before that was Harden. You know, you can't help but think about uh, the Harden Rockets and how they generated the points for him and what kind of off- offensive engine he was. I don't feel like it's like that. I know people want to com- uh, comp it to 
exactly what James Harden was in Houston. And, you know, those are some very dangerous, very good teams. But to me, that was just like a math equation with like a, a mad scientist every night. Like he's going to shoot 23s. Mm. Like maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe it's 15. He did get up there more often than not. Yeah, but Luke, it's like he shot six threes mm. <laughs> the entire game. Like six threes. So it's not just... And this is a guy who, like, even on his best nights, we all kind of, like, quietly complain, like, why are you taking 11 threes? Yeah. You've made one of them. Right. And that hasn't been when these explosion games, two games ago, the 50-pointers, it has not been based on making 10 Mm three-pointers like James Harden was. And not knocking anything they did, obviously, that was, they had... Great seasons. They had MAP seasons. They went to Western Conference Finals. I'd love a lot of that. Like, yeah, let's do some neat. of that. Yeah. But it created such a volatile structure for how you win games where it works a lot in the regular season. If you can do it, that's the whole trick, right? I don't need to give it into the three-point shooting idea of modern basketball. But if you do it over a long enough period of time, my three-point shooters are going to outweigh the, the bad nights, right? Mm. But then you get into a game seven and you miss... You go 0 for 20 from three, and your season's over. Yeah, I mean, or on the Mavs end, you go 20 of 20 from three, and you beat the Suns by 80. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it, it does kind of. It's volatile. Yeah. It's nitro. Like, it's, you're carrying it in the trunk, and it can blow up on you at any mm-hmm. minute now. It almost blew up on them yeah. in this game against the Knicks. Yes. I mean, it should have. Yes. I mean, you know, they shoot 46 threes, which isn't an absurd number in today's NBA, but Reggie goes one for seven. Tim goes three for 11. That's something we've seen way too often. Yeah, and teams going year. into last night, going into this game, teams were 80 and 180 this season when shooting below 30% from three. So you're losing roughly 70% of the time. Mm-hmm. And then also the Mavs are what, like minus 21 in second chance points or just something outrageous? Like yep. you're not winning that. You're just not winning the game. It doesn't yep. matter. Nothing else. I don't care if Quentin Grimes has zero points or 50 points. Mm-hmm. If you're minus 20 on second chance and you also shoot it like you and I from yep. three, yeah. like you should not win. You don't deserve the win. Sorry. No. Like no. take your L and go home. No. I mean, you have to have somebody go blue steel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you right? do. And that's, that's what he did, right? You do. Yeah. Like, it, it, this has happened to the Mavs before. Like, yeah. Damian Lillard has done it to the Mavs. Yeah. Steph Curry has done it to the Mavs. Like, yeah. Kobe did it to the Mavs for mm-hmm. 20, whatever, 20 seasons. Yep. Like, great players are going to rip your heart out and they're going to like show it to you, mm-hmm. kind of like tease you a little bit. Yep. Luke will hit you with a little pump fake, a little ball fake, mm-hmm. and then he's going to do a little dance as, <laughs> as you're bleeding <laughs> yeah. out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's right now, it's not even like we're not a great three point shooting team right now. Like, I don't think that's debatable if you look at the statistics. Mm-hmm. To me, right now, the only having that in as a, as a known as a known known um to me it's more important are you going to hit any threes late you can go you know whatever 10 of 44 as long as you hit a couple late because mm. we're going to be in this game luca is not going to let this game get too far out of hand can doe hit one can spencer hit one can reggie hit a couple in the final two minutes in clutch situations Spencer got the one that I was like, oh. That would, hit, would hit one too. Yeah, would hit one as well, where it was just like, that changes the win probability bar a mm-hmm. lot. Like, that's the biggest thing you can do, right? And so can you hit them late? 
and we've had games where we hit all of them and we've had games where we hit none of them yep and there hasn't been a lot in between honestly like if you looked at final two minutes or final three minutes of every Mavs game like you hit one three or you hit them all and the hit them all hasn't been that often quite honestly there were a handful of games there was like a week where it happened and the rest of the games we played has been you're lucky if you go one for seven mm-hmm. in the final five minutes. Including Luca. He's yes, not absolved of any of this. It's him not too. just Luca and the boys. It's right. He, well, a lot, he of, is a the lot boys. of his are like heaves, which, mm-hmm. you know, you can, we can nitpick the hell out of that if you want yeah. to. Yeah. Um, Luckily, last night did not Did not require one. Yeah. Did not require one. But he scored or assisted 20 of their final 25 baskets. Think about that. Not points. Like Baskets. When the ball went into the net. The object of the game is to put the ball in the hoop more than the other team. Yep. They did it 25 times after halftime. He did it or assisted the ball going in the basket, 20 of them. Yeah. That is so insane. And like, knocked down, I think, what, like nine or 10 free throws, too. Yes. On a pretty high percentage yeah. for him, 16 which is 16 to 22, which yeah. is, that's fine. It's like, that's almost getting to the point where it's like threes for me. Like yeah. it's fine. If you shoot a ton of them, you can shoot 70%. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's almost getting to that. Like I want to see the next, uh, next study on that. Whenever people were like revolutionizing the game by shooting 53s a game, you get to the point where it's like, yeah, he's not a great free throw shooter, but he's shooting 20 of them. Yeah. So yeah, you're that still okay? outweighing yeah, yeah. expected points. Right. I think that the him, like he basically kind of had to solo this, you know, yeah. last night, but there's one really crucial reason why that was um, the case. Well, there's several, but the the main one is the Knicks just refused to double team him. Mm-hmm. They let Quentin Grimes or quickly on switches or Julius Randle on switches, like whoever was guarding him. Tibbs was like, "Sorry, bud, you're on your own. Yeah. Everyone, stay home. Don't help." And teams have done either that or just switch everything and contain it to just Luca. Or what the Lakers did on Christmas Day, where it's just, it doesn't matter. You could be 87 feet from the basket, and we're going to have two mm-hmm. guys in your shorts well, then they the stopped. whole night. And yeah, <laughs> and then they stopped, and then Luca, yeah. because Tim got hot and everything. Yeah. But the Knicks just refused to give him more attention. And so Luca kind of had to do that. Like yeah. the other alternative is mm-hmm. let's swing it around the perimeter for 15 seconds, and oh no, now someone just has to shoot a 30 footer. Yeah. And so, you know, there is a, uh, there's a rather large uh, sentiment of, like, it's ridiculous that Luka had to score 60 points just to beat the Knicks. But, like... That's the game that's, that was in front of you. Yeah, that's what had, that's what had to happen. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, everyone is missing shots. Yeah. That's going to happen. There have been nights whenever everyone was making shots, and mm-hmm. Luka ter- Luka shot it poorly, and the Mavs still won. Um, but the way the Knicks are playing you, mm-hmm. just like the way the Clippers played them in the playoffs in, in both of those series... Just like Houston did the other night, whenever mm-hmm. Houston just switched them all the time, Luca has to be individually extraordinary, scoring the ball mm-hmm. at an extremely high clip. Otherwise, if he goes, what was he, twenty-one of thirty-two against twenty-one of thirty-one, twenty-one of thirty-one, mm-hmm. he goes sixteen of thirty-one, pretty good clip, but right. you're, it's not enough. Yeah. You know, it's not enough. Yeah. So whenever, whenever, whenever teams are going to switch everything and contain it. It turns the Mavs offense, which whenever Luka's double teamed or whenever teams drop or whatever, like Rudy Gobert likes to do, like all of a sudden the Mavs offense hums and it's beautiful to watch. And Luka mm-hmm. can paint like these majestic portraits all the time. 
But if they're just going to switch, then it is the the uh, the onus is on Luca Mike to mm. score every yep. single time and force them to reconsider. Yeah, and a lot of times get in the paint and just punish, just go to work. You have to. You gotta you gotta turn on that switch of like, it. it I equate it to Tim Duncan, where he would just do the same thing every possession until you did something about it, mm-hmm. right? And Luca has like way more cards in his bag to play once he starts, you know, dribbling into the paint. And a much shorter attention span than Tim Duncan. Yeah, very true. Luca gets bored. Tim you know? Tim Duncan would go just like psychopath on you and score like, I'm just going to do this the entire game. You have no one on your team that can stop me, and that's how this game's going to go, and I won't think about it again until two hours out of the yeah, game. Meanwhile, Luca's like, I haven't thrown a behind-the-back <laughs> yeah. pass yeah. in 10 minutes. Yeah, let's yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't made anybody look silly in a second, yeah. so let's try that for a minute. <laughs> But that's, that's what I was talking about, right? Is right now it's kind of like, that's the variable. That's where the game will fork this way or that way. Normal game circumstance, he's going to shoot the ball 25 to 30 times a game if he gets the looks he wants. Okay, there's probably three or four shots that change it from 45% to 60% in a game. That's if we win or not. The other option is what you just described is are they switching on him? Are they trying to force the ball out of his hands? When do they stop doing that? Are they a good enough defensive team to do that in general? That was the issue with the Lakers, right? Is they were trapping him, trying to get the ball out of his hands, and Spencer had 30, and Wood had 30, and Tim had a handful of buckets, and everybody else starts going off because he played it perfectly, right? And he's so smart now about how diagnosing how teams are attacking him and, you know, it's not like brain surgery or anything. It's like, oh, there's another guy coming. There's another guy, another guy, another guy, another guy. Okay, every other possession, I, I get it. This is the play I need to make. Um, and so the fork in the road of every game is, are they going to double me? Are they trying to force the ball out of my hands? If they're not, if they're stubborn like Tibbs, which I don't think is a debatable thing at this point yeah. in his career, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he kept doing the Quentin Grimes play and it was working, right, mm-hmm. a lot, and then he – Kept singling Luca and didn't work. Yeah, bad bet. Um, and so you get into a game against a team that is either super stubborn with, you know, ISO or stay out there on the man, or a team that just isn't equipped to do anything to him, like the Lakers, or they pull the rug out too early and start going one on one against him. And do you want Spencer and Christian to drop thirty on you? Or would you rather take your chances that Luca's gonna have that forty-five percent night? What do you want? Mm-hmm. That's the question you're asking internally. And I think the the dare, the in, inherent dare, the built-in sort of ace up your sleeve if you switch Luca is sometimes he's whether it's tired, fatigue, or boredom, or just frustration or whatever Mm -hmm. uh maybe mercury's in retrograde Mm -hmm. sometimes he's just gonna settle for 15 threes yeah and you know settle is you know tim hardaway takes 15 threes well that's what he does Mm -hmm. luca takes 15 threes it's settling yeah but like sometimes he's like i I don't want to try and break you down for the 30th time in a row i'm just gonna throw up some 27 footer Mm -hmm. and get back on defense right and whenever he's not hitting his threes in those circumstances the mavs I mean, they did it against Orlando, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I don't think he played in the Washington game. Maybe he did, but he had both bad games, you know, because he was just taking a bunch of threes. New mm-hmm. Orleans took like 13 threes or whatever. Like, what are you doing? Go to the basket. Go to yeah. the basket. 
And last or against the Knicks, he did. 34 drives to the basket in that game. He averages like, I think, 21 or 22 mm-hmm. a game this season. Most 34 the, drives to the basket. Most or second most. I think Shea yeah. was leading him for Shea, a long time. Yeah. On those 34 drives, he had zero turnovers. Mm-hmm. Took 16 shots, made 12 of them. Yep. So half of his shots yep. last night were, I'm going to break you down. Mm-hmm. Julius Randle, doesn't, Quentin Grimes, doesn't matter. Come out to the deep end with me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get past you, and I'm going to score. Yep. And I'm going to go to the free throw line. And mm-hmm. he did that a lot too. Yeah. When, when he does that, when they play him that way and he's allowed to, or even when he just drives that consistently in a game, he's the best player on the planet. There's just not, there's no, there's nothing you can do. It is your job. It is your sole responsibility to keep this man from killing you. And you can't do anything about it. He doesn't have a turbo <laughs> button. No. He can't jump over a phone book. No. Like. <laughs> you can't do anything about it. Like, when he, when your defense is either set up to play this way or you're not strong enough defensively or have enough good wings to double him consistently and get the ball out of his hands, and he puts it in his mind that I'm going to punish you, I'm going to grind this stone until it bleeds in the, in the paint, there's nothing you can do about it, and he is the best player on the planet. Now, he did it a lot in the playoffs where he was like, to hell with this. This is not about fun. This is not about entertainment. Like, you're going to play me this way. I'm going to show you that I can beat it 30 times a night. Mm-hmm. 30 times a night. You're going to throw that at me. I'm going to show you every single time down that I'm going to get a bucket out of it or get fouled and a bucket. And that's where it just breaks them. It, breaks it, it takes back. an extraordinary amount of effort and stamina and endurance to do that. You know, I'm not settling, Lucas settling for three. I'm not like saying that he sucks or whatever, mm-hmm. but like to do that over an 82 game season is impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just yeah. impossible. And so sometimes yeah. he can't do that. But circumstances dictate right now that there is no other option. If they want to win games, true, they're yeah. down a million players. Mm-hmm. Last night, in, in this Knicks game, they had enough offense. They had, and they were getting great shots. They weren't making them, but the, even still, they had enough points to win the game. They couldn't guard anybody. Mm-hmm. Right now, no Dorian, no Maxi, no Josh Green. Those are three really good shooters for the most, you know, on the whole. Mm-hmm. Those are three really good defenders. You have to score, and your shooters aren't making shots. What are you mm-hmm. going to do? Are you going to yeah. fold up the tent, or are you going right. to do something that no one has ever done before? Yeah. And he did it against Houston when mm-hmm. Houston was too stubborn to double-team him, and he did it against the Knicks whenever the Knicks were too stubborn to double-team him. Mm-hmm. What I'm curious to see is they play Houston twice coming up. Mm-hmm. What is Houston going to do now? Are they going to double-team him, and then it's going to be on Hardaway and Wood and Denwitty, who have all been you know shooting it pretty well lately, to beat him? Mm-hmm. Or are they going to do the same thing and dare Luka to keep beat? Because eventually... You know, it's kind of the same conversation we were having in November. Luca is just going Super Saiyan every single night. Well, that's not sustainable. Of course right. not. But, like, until Benny Smith comes back and until Green comes back, which is hopefully soon, but who knows, this is, this is kind of what you're going to have to do. Yeah. And so whether it's in the playoffs, that's must win, or whether it's in December, you know, and you're, you're in eighth place, like, you, there are times – whenever the superstars, whenever the great ones have to dig way deeper than anyone else is willing or able to go, mm-hmm. and they got to do something that no one else can do. Yep. And that is 
you know, the goal is for not to do that every night, mm-hmm. but the goal is whenever you have to do that, the goal is that, that you have a guy that's capable of doing that. Yeah. That's, that's almost in like a different mental space than like the let's go play and have fun, which I think is a lot. That's like his standby, right? That's his, that's his constant is like, let's go play basketball and have fun. It's self-expression. It's, mm-hmm. this is how I express myself on a basketball court, you get to a point where there's so much pressure on him. There's so much expectation on him. You know, people want to write him in for MVP before the season starts. That's almost like a different response whenever he does this, where it's, you know, I don't want to say it's like fueled by anger because he still obviously is having a lot of fun, but it's like this other thing. And I'm sure, you know, like, uh, it's like, he was more like Kawhi. Yeah. Like it's it's mm. unlocking your inner Kawhi. Yeah. Your machine. Yeah. Your dominance. Your your I win. Right. And it's it's not even taking enjoyment like in the moment. It's taking enjoyment in the victory. Right. I'm sure there's like books by John Wooden and people that have written things about this of like, you know, sacrifice and grit and not just doing what's fun on the basketball court on a nightly basis when the game is calling for you to do this. It's calling for you to get beat the hell up in the paint by Mitchell Robinson, Julius Randle, these dudes that are bigger than you and probably stronger. And, you know, he's not a puppy or anything. He's a big boy now. Um, you're going to go in there. It's not going to be fun for a lot of the game, right? But if you're willing to do this, you're going to win this basketball game. And you might have a stat line that has never been achieved in the history of basketball. And that's where he is mentally right now, I think. Because it is different. Like when he hits those shots and they go ahead, like it is enjoyment and it is reactionary. But I think in the moment he's, it's just like that killer mentality on the court. Like there's nothing else. You don't see it in anywhere else. Like really, maybe when a quarterback's like running a heater or something like that, you just don't see it where it's, it's me versus everyone. And I'm winning this game. And it's not about having fun. It's doing whatever the hell it takes whatever it takes. If I need to go get beat up for the next 10 minutes in the paint, cool. You know what matters? Winning. Winning matters. Winning is cool. Winning is enjoyment. And they had no business winning that game last night. Yeah. It's just him. It's just he went to that place. The prevailing emotion in that building was like misery yeah, dude, for like two awful. hours and 27 minutes. It was an awful experience, dude. There's every once in a while where I just like look up and I'm just like, we're about to lose to this team that doesn't have this guy. <sighs> I mean, Quentin Grimes came off like two screens all night and had 20 wide open shots. Yeah. It's like, what, what are, what is going on? You yeah. know? And, and Luca was very frustrated, like yeah. with teammates blown rotations and yeah. lack of communication stuff. I mean, it was getting r- pretty mm-hmm. testy. Yeah. Honestly. And oftentimes, you know, this is the case with many teams. Oftentimes, whenever the bickering starts and whenever the frustration sets in and whenever we've already lost to teams without all-stars mm-hmm. like seven times this year, not again, oh my the, the God. Doubt, the doubt has already crept in. The, yeah. doubt, the doubt owns space. Yeah, and you come undone. And it's yep. happened to the Mavs. It's happened to a lot of teams, but mm-hmm. we've seen it happen with the Mavs a lot. And sometimes with, with Luka, that manifests itself in, I'm just going to start taking threes and try and erase mm-hmm. this 20-point deficit in one yep. minute, you yeah. know? And that's Take the easy way happen. out. Yeah, or like he starts yeah. John with the officials. Like mm-hmm. it just gets, you know, yeah. it just gets to be too yeah. much. But 
that flip did not that that switch did not flip. Like he mm-hmm. went into Terminator mode yeah. instead. Like yeah. he he chose to say, "I will. Do, I'm going to do this myself. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you guys can come along with me if you want, yeah. but I know exactly where I'm trying to go and yeah. I know how I'm going to get there." Sometimes he shoots those threes when they're trailing, and it it feels like he thinks they're worth ten points, mm. and emotionally they might, they might be honestly, like if he makes that first three when they're trailing. Like it might be worth ten points because he's gonna start. He's he just changes his mentality. Last night it was like, I'm not leaving any of this up to chance. Mm. I'm not passing it to somebody who's wide open and they're gonna clank it. Uh, that's not gonna define this game, you know. Uh, what Quentin Grimes has done the previous forty six minutes is not gonna define this game. It's gonna be me. I'm doing this. I'm good enough, right? I can do that. I can, I can go Terminator mode. I can create a freaking event horizon, something that's never happened before. Like, that's, I don't know, man. It's, that's the kind of stuff I think about with him now, like all the time, because obviously the skill's there, the physicality's there, you can nitpick other stuff about him, but it's just like, does he want to bludgeon the other team to death, to victory, their loss, our win, Death sounds dramatic. Um, this does, matters, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Respect. Yeah. That's what it teaches us. Yeah. Respect. They're pretty fundamental. Um, but does he want to do that? Do you want to do that tonight? Because it's not going to be fun. If it's a decent team, it's not going to be fun. Or if you're trailing by a lot, it's not going to be fun. And it's it, it's not like LeBron is over there or Giannis. Yeah. Like it's not like you're out dueling Dame or yeah. Steph. Like you I mean, have to find the motivation to outduel Quentin Grimes. Can I mean, you, do, you know, there might have been a moment in there where he said, "Like I'm not losing to the Knicks without Jalen, yeah. or I'm not losing <laughs> to Jalen, or whatever it is." Like, yeah. There might have been a moment. Mm. I don't but know. Ordinarily, he goes to that level. He finds that place mm-hmm. against the best. Yeah. And I think you know, I, I don't want to make too much out of one game, but like sort of the last frontier for Luka. And this this is very similar to like LeBron, for example, you know, and every superstar, of course. But like there was a moment, I don't know exactly when, but there was a moment in LeBron's career whenever like everything was scaled down, the emotions were scaled down, like he was more, he talked less, he spoke mm-hmm. less, he dunked less, like it was more, everything was more surgical, everything was more intentional. Everything was much more just about winning. Everything was calm. Like, you just achieved this sense of nirvana. And LeBron has lived there forever, mm-hmm. you know. And Luka will eventually make it there one day. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is like a little glimpse into yeah. whenever you can just, like, silence the noise. It doesn't matter. Tim could be 15 for 15 or he could be 4 for 15. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And you can, you can stop me. Or mm-hmm. you, I mean, you could try, yeah. but you're not going to. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, I don't know how to describe that, that place, but when, when he gets there and someone wants to challenge him in that way, he's the best player on the planet. And we just saw the, like the most unique performance ever. that, that has ever happened in front of us. I mean, bigger moments to have in the playoffs, obviously. I don't want to act like it's, you know, Jordan over um, Byron Russell or Brian Russell. Um, like, or I remember Dirk, that's generally. Good. Yeah, yeah, just Dirk's life. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't want to put too much into it and, like, act like we're going to remember this for, like, 20 years from now because it's not a playoff moment. 
We might, yeah. But also, he might outdo this. Like, yeah, he next could, week. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't play perfect, no, <laughs> which <dude>. is insane. <laughs> no, which is absolutely insane. He had like, like three turnovers in a row in the fourth uh, quarter. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, he he was a big part of the meltdown <laughs> yeah. that got them down by those, you know, <laughs> by nine. Um, but it's he didn't play perfect, and it's not a playoff moment. So I don't want to say like put on the Mount Rushmore of like gonna be on every NBA clip that's ever happened. You know, whenever they show like the hundredth anniversary of the league video, I don't know if it's on there, but um, for regular season, it does not get better than that. It doesn't. Maybe you'd like it to be against Giannis or Jokic or something like that, and just have a better villain. But I don't. I don't need a villain to make the story. Like for Luca, what makes it more extraordinary is that it was against a team that's at five hundred yes. without two players. Like one thousand for Lucas, every player is different. Every story is different. And for Luca, we know. The Sacramento Kings, the big bad wolf. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's the joke, right? Mm-hmm. That's the that's the Luca meme. Yeah, and Luca did this against a t- against them. Yeah, like he did it against the Kings. Yeah, I mean, last time we were in the Garden was or the last whenever uh, last year when we went to the Garden, it was like a KP and Luca like big media blitz thing. I remember that. And Luca was terrible. They were all awful. Got blown out. They were just there was the just Knicks awful. came into Dallas last year. Remember, they were up like 30 yeah. at the half. Yeah. Like we don't play well against the Knicks. Yeah. And don't they don't play well against yeah. mid teams, yeah. for lack of a better word. Now yeah. the Knicks won eight in a row and then a bunch of mm-hmm. guys got hurt. But like that's the nature of Luca's whole deal. Yep. Is that the worse yep. the record is generally. Right. right. He's going to just kind of chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and to to bring that out of him, I don't, you know, I don't want to put it on a external causation of like, well, Jalen's sitting over there and he's like, watch this, bud, you know, or something like that. But uh, I mean, he did it two nights ago against Houston, in which, you know, you beat Houston on a, you know, December twenty third, and you drop fifty. And nice. You're supposed to. Cool, man. You're supposed to. It Good doesn't job. change anybody's opinion. Yeah. Right? It's not a TNT game. It's not an ESPN game. It's not an ABC game. That's when he performs the best because the stakes are high. It's like we talked about last time we did one of these. Uh, I was like, I feel like every time he he rolls out there and is about to shoot a shot, it's like double or nothing. Like he's saying it in his head. You know what I mean? Like mm, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. He's just, He just needs like some external juice. Mm-hmm. To like to like get that going for him, and last night it was. I mean, it's the Knicks at home on a Tuesday night. You know, those are the games we joke about. Like, yeah, uh, Eastern Conference team Tuesday night. Like, nobody's gonna like watch this game close. And I wonder how many people that were like tweeting about it and like constantly saying, "Oh my God, Luca!" and all the reaction stuff actually were watching the game. <laughs> yeah. uh, because I mean, like you said, people left. People left the game. Mm. Uh, that. Just thought it was church. Yeah, it was an oh no, not again game. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, this oh, was, I was ready. It. I was committing this game to memory so that two months from now, whenever we're, you know, in sixth place, but two games back of somebody or two games back of like second, I could be like, well, if you don't lose to the Knicks at home yeah. and you don't lose to this team, you know, and just have those quotables ready, uh, I would have it in the bag. And then, yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. The most insane thing. <laughs> it's 60, 20, and 10, dude. You freaking kidding me? Like it happened. We saw it happen. It happened just right out there. It was it was a lot. 
it happened really fast of realizing what was going on because it was like we're gonna lose to Quentin Grimes and the Knicks and not only did that not happen you saw the most insane and it didn't even feel crazy the the felt like a normal game kind yeah felt like a normal game it felt like a completely normal game for him mm. like 22 at half cool well maybe he's gonna score 10 in the second half done that a lot you know what I mean yeah um but no. I don't how know. About, I haven't seen that. 38. I've not seen that pedal down mentality consistently throughout. I mean, that was three frames of basketball, right? I mean, overtime is only five minutes, but a whole second half mm-hmm. into overtime. Not just from him, from anyone. I yeah. mean, that's, that is what greatness is whenever you're, we're just shaking our head. Like, how do you even. How do you even talk about it, you know? I mean, I guess that was his... Well, he had another game where he shot 67%. He had one with 65. So I'm trying to figure out if this is, like, such an anomaly. Well, he shot 68% last night. Um, had a game where he shot 67. Has a couple where he shot 600. But it wasn't an outlier game to me. Like, that was not that... And this is... <laughs> we were joking about it earlier out there. I was like, this is the worst part of the season. <laughs> like, just... <laughs> not basketball-wise, just... Just in general. Yeah. This is a dead week. Yeah. No one else is working. Uh, you kind of want to be off hanging out with your family. Um, we're 30, 20, 30 games away from playoff push. Bunch of guys are out. Bunch of guys are out. The only thing that can change and make this point in the season, this stretch right here before All-Star, you know, like really, really cool and really, really fun is if you're having like a lot of success. Or there's some crazy performances. And yeah, 50, 32, 60, four straight wins, destroyed the Lakers at home in a third quarter on Christmas Day. And 50 then, points in the third quarter. And yeah. the, uh, the whole statue. Too. Yeah, the statue cool. thing was pretty awesome. And then 60, 20, and 10, when you were about to get trucked by Quentin Grimes and the Knicks, like, that's that's not only the opposite of like a doldrum like dog days. That's like this could be like his statistical peak of the season. Mm. I mean, I don't think that's insane, right? People never want to think whenever you achieve something, people always think like, oh, you're gonna do five percent more, and then you're gonna do five percent more, and then you're gonna do five percent more, and he's gonna be scoring forty a game in March. Think how good he's gonna be. Like, we'll be back to the championship game next year. Mm. That's not how life works. Yeah. That is not uh, infinity growth that we like to think like in business and things like that. It's not your Madden rating goes up two points every year. Not how life works. Mm. So this might be a statistical peak of the season. If it is, I think he's made enough waves and performed well enough. And four straight, maybe they beat Houston for five straight. And then I don't even know what game is after that. I San know Antonio and then yeah. Houston again. Yeah. So, I mean, you could realistically, you're going to be favored and the next three games you could have a seven game winning streak all that to say he's the mvp of the national basketball association right now and things should keep going in a very good direction i don't know if he continues to drop the numbers if they require him to score 50 or 60 but this is harden's mvp season right this is what this looks like when you do this consistently mm-hmm. on a team you're the MVP of the league 
That's got to keep winning, man. That's what happens. So you got to win they games. Just have to keep winning. You got to win games. You absolutely have to win games. And he's in a unique position where most nights, in order to win, he is going to be the like the numbers one, two, and three reasons why. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean the top three reasons why they win games right now is uh, Lucas' shot creation, Lucas' persistence to get in the paint. How many times or how many times he's going to drive the ball, right? Then how many looks, wide open looks he generates for his teammates? Like, that's it. And reason four is like, do they knock down the shots? And then five is like, does Luca <laughs> miss free throws? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, many, how many like, did he It's like, ah, defense and some other yeah. stuff. And, you know. And no, it's, it's him, man. It is, it's the Luca show. Especially, yeah. you know, while you're down so many guys. Although, you know, Wood and Dinwiddie and, and Hardaway, Wood especially, they've been excellent. They've been excellent. Mm-hmm. And so the Luca and a bunch of bums thing is ridiculous, but it is still very true that he has more on his plate than anybody else mm-hmm. in the league. It's not yep. even close. Yep. It's not even close. Should it have to be this way? No. Is the goal for it to be this way forever? No. But right now, mm-hmm. it is what it is, man. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. And so you got two choices. You can either rise to the occasion or you can yeah. you can wilt, but not like Chamberlain. Right. Uh, yeah. You can either wilt yeah. or you can wilt. There you go, you know? yeah. And, yeah. And Luca chose Chamberlain. Yeah. And I mean, I know Spencer probably had the, mo- he had the most points besides Luca last night, but I thought Christian Wood played like some winning basketball. Yeah. He's starting to do that, man. Like, he's, he blocked a three in the corner just yeah. on effort. Like, that was. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's starting to be the, he's starting to become that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I totally get what JaVale was saying that one JaVale podium game that mm-hmm. he had where he's like, Christian just doesn't know how to impact winning basketball consistently right now. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. I, I get that 1000% and that's not like a knock. That's not saying you are a loser or you'll never be on like a great team. That's not what he was saying. That is absolutely not what JaVale was saying. Now, I mean, easy to say because they're winning games, but he's making some winning plays. He's not dribbling consistently into double teams and other defenders and he's just like, simplify it. I don't need to go into my dribble package and then get into my tough look. Like half the time that happens, it's a turnover or I'm missing. Are either of those outcomes optimal? Mm -hmm. It's making the right decision and it's stepping up in like ways that maybe aren't expected Mm -hmm. of you two. Yeah. Against the Lakers, seven assists. That's winning basketball. Yeah. Against the Knicks, getting those blocks. Yeah. Timely shots. Yeah. You know, not doing too much. For Luca, winning basketball is going to the basket and repeatedly mm-hmm. bashing your head against the wall over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, you know everybody. It's it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Luca forcing a jump ball, uh, stealing an inbounds pass, like that is winning basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the kind of stuff that that Wood and that Luca and that all these guys are going to have to keep doing. Yeah, for them to keep winning games. I know last night was rough because of uh, the Grimes deal. That kept happening, which I don't know who was being more stubborn, us or them, <laughs> continuing to let, let Grimes cook and then us letting Quentin Grimes cook. But I feel like I feel like the defense is sharpening. That Lakers game, dude, like I feel like they were seeing ghosts. Like they were just making a lot of passes that were like, that's usually there. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of I'm there well, my are, my low expectations without Doe and Maxi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, there are stretches. I mean, oh. I, yeah, the, I will say that Dwight and Tim have, are having to step up, yeah. and that's been 
you know, ordinarily Tim is not a positive on the defensive end of the floor, but he's had some really, really good games. Yeah. Really, really good games. He's doing what is needed. You know, that's winning basketball. And the the tricky thing about that is like you're asking Tim to guard like Julius freaking Randall. Yep. He's going to be taking a beating all night, and mm. you also need him to score 20. Like, yeah. it's really, really hard yeah. to do those things. And for Wood to patrol the paint and bang with bigs and mm-hmm. still get you 20. Like, it's really, really hard. Yeah. But they are they are piecing together it's nice It's been good stretches. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been good enough. The with Lakers, the exception of yeah. <laughs> Quentin Grimes. <laughs> yeah, except <laughs> no one wanting to step up and stop Quentin Grimes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Lakers game, I was I kept looking at you, and I was like, what is happening? Like... These are guys that have played for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's an uh, that's a, the, the biggest understatement. Part of that is just some. Yeah, uh, maybe it says more about them. Yeah, but I kept going like, okay, they're they're seeing ghosts. They're throwing the ball where people aren't, and they're throwing it into Mavericks' hands. So, what the hell's happening? Like LeBron's not an idiot. Russell Westbrook's not an idiot. Like they're not super turnover prone players, and it just kept going the other way, going the other way. And that's the, that third quarter. I mean, it was fueled by a lot of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I think the scheme is working well enough at this moment to keep you in games. The effort level is there. They're trying, they're trying. They are, you can tell that they're working on defense and that matters a lot. There's no, oh, there's little complacency. There's much less of like, I missed three shots in a row. I'm just going to not play defense this time Mm. and just hope that they don't give it to my guy because I'm zoned out thinking about what happened last time. You know, like they, there is a more of a general sort of intangible locked inness mm-hmm. that they have. Yeah. So you, we'll see. you took the floor against a team that has a weird lineup for what you would like to roll out, right? Where you end up having to play Dwight 30 minutes <laughs> and Christian Woods in the starting lineup and just like you're down guys and Jalen's not playing, which you think is like, Oh, good. That should be good for you. For some reason, for us, that is quite the opposite. Mm. We we take teams lightly whenever they're. I don't. I don't want to put that on them, but it's. It seems like uh, from the tail of the tape and the statistics that we are not up to our best whenever the other team's best player is is sitting, and you won. No one's gonna ask how. They're gonna ask how many. They're gonna count the W's in the column at the end of the season. They're gonna go. Is this enough? And Luca's getting that, I think, and he's getting that winning is more fun than the momentary joy of like a highlight. You know, like some a lot of his shots don't look cool right now. <laughs> They're like yeah. little weird, you know, uh, little teardrops and little like easy buckets that you'd have to go up with two hands so someone doesn't block you. And like they're not dunks, and it's not one-legged fadeaways, and it's not really difficult angles off the backboard. It's just this is the easiest way right now to put the ball in the basket and it's kind of what I get paid to do. Um, and he's willing to do that 30 times a game right now and make 20 of them like last night. And the joy is in the team success. It's not in making a, a play for, for Instagram. Right. And that's, that's maturity level. That's what that's what the whole damn thing's about, man. That's what he, it's all about. He's reaching a level that few ever do, playing at a level that few ever have, and we're just along for the ride. Yeah. And hope, that it, was, can, hope it can keep continuing. Or just can continue. If something is doesn't need to keep continuing, you can just continue. Right. 
I don't need to go to gerund mode. Mm. I got to simplify my game. I got to rise to the occasion, Mike. We've got to rise to you the occasion. You should do better, yeah, honestly. I'm going to try. Yeah. Is this numbers on the... What are we doing? This ceiling is, is the, the ceiling. Roof? It's... Oh, ceiling is the roof brought to you by spaghetti. What? Spaghetti's good. Try it. All right. Um... Okay, well, thanks for That's doing That's not even the logo I made. Where's the one I sent you last year? Dude, I don't know. Do you think, you think I know where any files are? Do you think that I know? It's awesome. Where any files are? It's awesome. Y'all just wait till you see it. You're making fake sponsors up for this fake podcast. Well, let's see what the spaghetti people get back to us yeah. first. Thanks for joining, Mike. I, I, I appreciate you, man. All right. Yeah, um, whatever. If you enjoyed this uh, episode, hey, subscribe to the feed if you're listening mm -hmm. to audio only. Or hey, if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. We came out with a bunch of really uh, sick highlights of Luca's relatively boring highlights of his historically significant game. Um, so if you want to watch all angles of his game tying shot off the missed free throw, that's on the channel. If you want to watch every single basket and many of his 10 assists, well, there's a five-minute mega highlight of his game the other night as well. In addition to all the press conferences, all the post-game interviews, all the everything, we got Luca content at the Wazoo on YouTube, on social meds, social meds, mm -hmm. on everywhere. Mm -hmm. So just uh, do, all of, do all of those things and share them and like them and uh, fave mm -hmm. them and RT them and mm -hmm. subscribe to them. Drummer. Do the dance. I need to put him like, yeah. get him like a bongo set when do he does the, the dance. dance. Yeah. Just keep doing this mm -hmm. for hours yeah. and uh, become strong, <laughs> just, like, just like our boy Luca. All right, Mike, be well. All y'all be well. And uh, we'll see you next time. Buy some spaghetti. Uh, optional.